0: Jason Manford This is
1: Absolute Radio Where real music matters Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show Scott Bennett is here this morning Good morning oh, Hello fella hello, uh, Now, t- tell me what you do about this, right? So, I just, I'm not home a lot, to be fair I'm on tour, you know, I've been away over Christmas yeah. I know what, And I was coming the other day And there was just a little note on a uh, little post box outside the house, there, um, where the letters go in, and it was just a note from the window cleaner saying, "Sorry, I missed you again." Right, and he, and he <laughs> underlined again. <laughs>
2: okay, a little
1: and then bit he of put, passive aggressive. Yeah, and then he put seventy quid. Wow. Right. Yeah. Now, I'm not exaggerating here. <laughs> I've never seen him.
2: What? I've never met him. I've never s- caught him in the moment of all right, all right, Jase. Never. Wow. Ever seen him? It's like a mafia threat, then, isn't it? Really, just you owe me seventy quid. Like, I, I'm gonna pay it because yeah. the wall,
1: the, you know, the the, the windows aren't—they're not black, you know—they're not filthy. <laughs> so someone's doing it. Right. But how do I not know this is like a scam? And because all you have to do—you'd only have to get one idiot to pay you, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah. You could go around every house, just leaving a little piece of paper that says. I'm your window cleaner. You only seventy How many people know their window cleaner?
2: I, well, ours. I, you know, how you think of it. I've seen ours. I don't. I don't even exactly. know what it looks like. It could be anyone. Exactly. How do you even sack a window cleaner? How do you get a window cleaner? Nobody knows. <laughs> it's, it's also as well. You never know when they've been. No. Because he, I true. think he times it when there's rain as well. Mine. No, he's not daft. So like, I'll come and I'll go. Has he been? Free oh, water. Yeah. Exactly. Free, yeah. But then I think it's the same bloke that does your roof. You know, like the roofers will go out. Oh, you've got you need some tiles doing on your roof. Won't they pop up and do that? Well, oh. they just say oh, it's, it's nightmare up there. You're not going to go and check it. No, they don't.
1: <laughs> they can see from the. I can see from the road. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: don't... what are you going to do then? Are you going to? Well, I'll pay. You. It's yeah, fine
1: because but... I, I don't want to be in the paper saying I didn't pay him. And then he's and he's sat there in the front of the Manchester Evening News with two kids looking <laughs> hungry. Is, is he doing Jason, it? Commi- f- com- rich TV comedian <laughs> yeah. didn't pay window cleaner. And then, then then so one of my kids had to have just a sandwich one day and. And then I feed the other one every second day, just because I can't. You know, I, I, don't, I don't need to be I, <laughs> for the you're sake of seventy the telly. quid. You're on the telly, I know aren't I? for the sake of seventy quid. <laughs> I'll, like... I'll, 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 I'm guessing he did the job, but I'm just saying, who? Yeah. What do you
2: do? Does it mean is he coming at the dead of night?
1: What I need to start seeing is a selfie. That's what his card should be. Shouldn't just be a generic card. It should be a <laughs> selfie, Squeezy in one hand. Yeah. Literally doing the window. A Facebook like...
2: Live. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing new windows. But how do you, how do how do you get a window?
1: I don't even know how I got a window cleaner. I just I just had a house, and you inherit the window cleaner. Yeah. And if he's doing a bad job, how do you get rid of him? How do you buy a new one? Have you ever Googled? Window cleaners. I need a window cleaner.
2: It is a bit like a weird black art industry now, isn't it? Because yeah. it's like the guy that disinfect your bins. Who's that we guy? seem to have like eight or nine of those dudes. I think they're killing each other off. I
1: don't Just... have a disinfectant guy. <laughs> Do you not? No. That was a big thing when when Wheelie Bins started. Yeah. There was there was like a new like a new industry started where they came, we're gonna clean your bins, and then another industry started. Do you want us to wrap your bins in pattern?
2: <laughs> you remember that
1: was a thing? <laughs> There's a bloke with an air dryer, he yeah. dries the bins. Yeah, I it's don't like know a full
2: production this. line, but. I don't know about this,
1: window cleaners.
0: Jason. Manford. Absolute radio, where real music matters. I don't know how he's
1: getting around the back of the house either. <laughs> He's still on there. Like I, I've not. I don't even know where the key is for the side gate. So, did do he? Do, is he? Have you got a trampoline near the gate? Oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe so that's a what full ninja
2: doing. warrior to do your windows.
1: Fair place with him. Fair place. He's, <laughs> he's he's earned his seventy quid. However, <laughs> I, I think
2: I think the thing. Whether is... Whether it's a
1: <laughs> clever scam or he's actually washed my windows.
2: Well, yeah. Either way, it's not bothering you. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'll,
1: let, I'll let it. go. I'm gonna let it go now. <laughs> I'll tell you who else are annoying me. Right. Uh, parcel Force. Not specifically them, all those types of people. Yeah. But on this occasion, Parcel Force. Uh, they delivered something for me last week and I, I couldn't find it. There was not even a little note to say that it had come.
3: Right. And I was like, where's that
1: blooming parcel? So, and I went, luckily, it's around the corner. I went round and uh, it took him about 10 minutes to find the guy, rang the guy. Where did you leave it? Oh, there was no one in. It was raining. So I left it in the blue bin. Amazing. In the blue bin. The cardboard one. That's for throwing away cardboard. Beautiful. He put cardboard in it. (laughs) A cardboard box. I went back. It's gone. You're joking? No, because it's cardboard. So why would I know that that was a specific bit of cardboard? You're going to have to go down the tip. I mean, it was nothing... (laughs) I'm not doing that. I'll order a new one. It was nothing much, but
2: still. That
1: is a a dangerous game. Why would you put it in all of the bins?
2: Well, at least you got it in the right one. No, it's in the wrong oh,
1: one. Oh, it's in the wrong one. Scott, is it? Because I, I, don't want him to. Because now it's gone.
2: It's thrown. Well, yeah. Oh
1: dear. Just do your job, man.
2: I know. Well, I, well normally leave it with a neighbour. That's the next default. I didn't even leave it with Did you a neighbour. I've had a falling that? out.
1: I've had a falling out with a neighbour. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather who's put it in the blue bin. I, a, I just, you know,
2: it's a bit of a soap opera going on, isn't there down there? There's <laughs> a lot going on. There's <laughs> A
1: lot going on on our well, road.
2: My postman knows. I've had the postman come up the road and know that I live in a certain house, and I've been like half a mile away from yeah. the house and he gives me the thing goes oh these are yours I know. that's troubling isn't it
1: well it's, not if he knows you but I know what you mean it's it's
2: like he's sort of stalking me or saved something
1: because he it, knows where you live it's like, how
2: do you know where I
1: live <laughs> yeah, I'm a, a postman mate yeah
2: <laughs> thinking about it now I did make a bit of a scene about it mate <laughs> I literally have, I've seen you hovering round in your ivies I've literally
1: got you <laughs> those legends wearing shorts in this yeah. weather Uh who's up and about Karate Kevin from Workington in mm-hmm. Cumbria Wow. Going to the gym at nine o'clock.
2: Well, Karate Kevin, he's got to keep it up, hasn't he?
1: If, if you've given yourself that nickname, <laughs> you can't be sat there having a, uh, having a pub lunch this <laughs> afternoon. No, we've got just karate all the time. Ben in Hereford says, Morning, Jason, I'm a window cleaner. Uh, you could leave a note with his last pay saying it will be the last time he is needed. Oh, Crikey, uh, Ben! This is this seems harsh. Also, seventy quid. How big is your house? That is a sweet deal. I'll travel up north from Hereford for money like that. He's already in on that. Oh, don't, I don't need. I don't need a second window cleaner.
2: No, he's going to get a turf because already. That's yeah. he's angling for the work. I mean, I will say seventy. quid. How much do you
1: pay your window cleaner?
2: Uh, I think it's about seven quid every. I don't know. That's the point. I don't know what the deal is we've got with him. That's the thing. It's never been negotiated <laughs> or anything. No, I'm stressing about it now. I'm going to have to speak to my wife. What's the deal? I mean, Joe, the producer,
1: he says it, it. What was it? Two pound fifty. Ours is only two fifty a fortnight. Two fifty a fortnight. It is tiny. Where but... do you? Yeah, <laughs> <In> do you, <laughs> in Salford, you, an yeah. apartment or a house? A or? House. Just put two windows, and that's. It's like two windows. Two windows, <laughs> and you and get someone in for that. <laughs> but you can't come round the back because. Like, you can't get around, to it. It's right. two windows. So he does right. two windows for £2.50 a fortnight? Yeah. Well, I think out the two of us, you're being ripped off.
2: <laughs> one <laughs> pound pa- twenty
1: five a window. I know. I thought, yeah, crikey. i tell you right. what. So he's stealing a living, that lad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my 70 quid... I don't know how many windows there are. No, no, no. I can't think. <laughs> I, th- I mean, the West Wing must take him <laughs> 20 minutes. No. There's, you know, there's the normal amount of windows. Yeah. Uh, on, and then... But I've not paid him for a long time, Ben. That's to realise it's... I think, well, they don't use ladders anymore.
2: I mean, they don't use ladders. I've never seen... It's all from the ground now. They have them telescopic poles and that, don't they? I don't know.
1: That little conductor's just up the top there. I think we're in the wrong game here, lads. Jason Manford on
0: Absolute Radio. Where
1: real music matters. Scott Bennett is my guest this morning. Good morning. We've got uh, Gary Delaney coming in. He's got a uh, new tour. That uh, well, he's in the middle of a tour, but he's, got, he's just had some new dates that he's going to have a little chat about uh, later on. Uh, now, this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Have you ever inconvenienced a celebrity? I know it's I know it's a random sounds like a random topic that I plucked out the air, but I, I did a charity gig. Um, I do a lot for charity, Scott. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. (laughs) You don't like
2: to mention it, though. You know,
1: just that kind of guy. Window
2: cleaning, mainly. Yes. Just
1: just giving random people (laughs) 70 quid. No, I I did a charity gig just before Christmas, and uh, lots of people on the bill, um, you know, Harry Hill and Joe Brand and uh, uh, Jack D and Josh Widdicombe, and it was good. Really good fun, that Brilliant. And... um, and I left the gig. I was on. I was on with uh, Rob Brydon as well. Me and Rob got the coveted spot of any charity gig, which is first and second. Yes. Because then you can just get off. <laughs> you've done your bit. You know, you've made the world a better place, but you're also home in time for lufer <laughs> Yeah. And um, and so we and uh, and he lives up near uh, where I was staying, so we shared a cab. And so I jumped in a cab there. And I'd, on, on the way out, I'd, I'd gone down to the dressing room and i grabbed my jacket, I'd, I'd brought a, a couple of jackets, i grabbed them off the, the, sh- the um, hangar, in the cab, off we went. And we're in the cab. And about, it's about a 40-minute journey, about 20 minutes into the journey, I sort of, because I'd just dumped these jackets on the, on the sort of camp floor, I thought, I'd better just go through these. And I picked one of them up. It felt different. Yeah. And then there was something in the pocket.
2: And I was like, what's that? There was a
1: wallet in the pocket. And I realised suddenly, this is not my jacket. Oh, no. So I've opened the wallet, obviously, just have a little look inside. And I realised I've stolen Paul Whitehouse's jacket from... Incredible. Yeah, and
2: and his wallet. (laughs) I mean, it's a good way of, you know, giving yourself an alibi.
1: Yeah. Now. (laughs) So now I'm in this awkward situation of... I'm already twenty minutes into a journey yeah. with with Rob Brydon. What
2: do I do? I love the idea that he's going in the other direction with Harry Enfield going. Is this Jason Manford's jacket? No, I've got Jason Manford's jacket too. Oh right, yeah. Oh. No,
1: White House is Sam's jacket. So, well, White House is just naked. <laughs> I've White got House. both jackets. Wow. And then I'm like, what? So, and I thought, I thought, in my, I thought well, well, what I could do is just get back. Drop Rob off Pretend nothing's happened See ya And then say to the cab driver We've got to go back Oh so you didn't tell Rob that? You well I was his... going to do that yeah. And then I thought I know Rob well enough To go do you know what? I said this has happened And I had to go back And I, I got in Swap the jackets Paul Whitehouse None the wiser He never even knew That his jacket Had been stolen Wow So you just took it On a little tour I just took his jacket On a little little trip <laughs> Little trip No one will ever know wow. um, yeah, I took a tenner Out of his wallet For inconvenience <laughs> For expense <laughs> Just for the cab He won't know he's loaded. (laughs) Loaded. Jason.
0: Jason. Absolute Radio. Sanford. Where
3: real music matters.
1: We're talking inconveniencing celebrities. Have you ever had that moment where you, uh, you know, you did something that just got in their way, got in their way, and you might have even properly ruined... One of their days.
2: Wow! Yeah.
1: Do you meet many celebrities, Scott? I don't, I don't. You know. I no. meet well, fame more famous comics, comedians. Think, yeah. Yeah. That's They're it. pretty laid back generally. Yeah, comedians, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Decent so, bunch. Yeah. Most most of them. We all name. Them. No <laughs> names. John Tanner, in Shoreham on, uh, by sea, says I once stood on the X where Olly Mers was supposed to start his concert to the side of the stage. Wow. It's a Big deal. I mean, he could. He could have kicked off there. <laughs> got a temporal dolly mess. <laughs> uh somebody's once took all of Chesney Hawke's beer from his dressing room during a gig. Yeah that's that's definitely inconvenient. I don't know.
2: He, he, I mean he doesn't seem the type to me that would be hammering the beer, Chesney.
1: No. He has one, one and only. That's all he has at that <laughs> point. <laughs> I know, I'm here all week. Uh, Laura McConnell, she says, I passed out at an after-show party at Bradley Walsh's feet. He called my mum and waited for her to come and get me. That's nice. nice. But you definitely inconvenienced him because he had stuff to do.
2: And he was like, who's this on the phone? He's a very
1: busy man. If if he was at an after-show party, that means he wasn't on telly. Yeah, exactly. and he loves that. <laughs> uh what I oh, cracky, look at this. I want head butted Keith Duffy in the crotch. This now we're cooking. <laughs> that,
2: that's a belt. <laughs> uh, what is how how is that? I mean, Carla, that, you can't just leave
1: that. Carla Hart has not left him. All oh, right. Uh, she says, I want head butted Keith Duffy in the crotch on the runway at Cork Airport. It gets better. <laughs> he was getting off the plane and I was getting on it. It was raining. I had my head down and he's very tall. I, He's not that tall
2: I, I can't <laughs> even picture that It's like she, he was leapfrogging her Also, what, what? why do they
1: Do they do planes like that in Cork Where, like a bus Like some people are getting off And some people are getting on <laughs> In one out I, I'm pretty sure it's Everybody gets off There's yeah. a period of waiting And then everybody gets on I, I think we need a bit more explanation well, I don't know if we want to hear Any more from
0: Carla <laughs> <laughs> This is Jason Manford This
1: Where real music matters. We're talking this morning, inconveniencing a celebrity. Has it happened to you? I stole uh, Paul Whitehouse's jacket. He's none the wiser. You're the first people I've told that story to. Wow. Even he doesn't know that that happened. Uh, So we're asking this morning, if you have ever inconvenienced a celebrity, Uh, I once ran over Ben Fogle. Uh, (laughs) That's not me either. (laughs) That's uh, just, Prince well, Philip. No, it wasn't. It was uh, <laughs> Rebecca Warren's message. In. Want, no no more details. Well,
2: he's an explorer-adventurer type, is I know, well, maybe she was...
1: But
2: well, well, he was clearly all right, because he's working about Well, he's about. fine, yeah, he's yeah. absolutely
1: fine. Heather Robottom Heather says, uh, Hugh Laurie caught my dog for me once. She escaped while I was on the train and he caught her lead. Good old Hugh. Yeah, Good, well says, done. They
2: always have a doctor on call as I well. Like
1: this, yeah, I like this one from Lorraine. She says, uh, I used to regularly get the train from London to Manchester. The motion of the train always sent me to sleep. This this is genius, this next bit. Used to send me to sleep. So I would put a card in front of me saying, please make, wake me up when we arrive at Stockport. <laughs>
2: She would actually write a card out. Oh, oh brilliant. It's Please
1: like, wake me up at Stockport.
2: Oh, I was like someone who's homeless, just driving, dra- dra- travelling about. I just love innit? that. I love it.
1: This gave me enough time to sort myself out before arriving at Manchester Piccadilly. My jaw dropped one time when Suggs woke me up and had been sitting <laughs> opposite me the whole time.
2: W- woken up with a madness tune, that would be wonderful. <laughs> I just love that.
1: What a brilliant idea. I'm often dropping off on the train, but I never think to think. I'm going to just put a little sign round my neck. <laughs> She's not said that, to be fair, but it's <laughs> in my head. Yeah, She's yeah. got a thing round her neck saying... <laughs>
2: a big sandwich board.
1: Wake me up at Stockport! <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where music matters. <sighs> Rubbing sleep out of your eyes. What is that stuff? The night gunk. I mean, it's not, not always gunky, is it? I, I know what you mean, yeah. I, yeah I, Mine's I, rock hard.
2: Yeah, I, I, when I have to get that at my two-year-old, it's like it's the most painful thing. You just <laughs> yeah. can't, they can't process it, can they? just, I just they leave.
1: In. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. <Right. laughs> Scott Bennett is, uh, is here as well. Uh, Gary Delaney will be with us from 10 as well, chatting about his new tour. We're talking this morning about uh, inconveniencing celebrities. It does happen on occasion. If you are just joining us, I want—I once, not even once, literally, <laughs> like, less than a month ago, uh, accidentally stole Paul Whitehouse's jacket from a charity do. Uh, it, these things happen. Uh, Jen from Upper Hayesden, Not uh, she's not mentioned who the celebrity is, but she appeared on uh, Good Morning Britain. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And uh, with her... Uh, Famous, little famous, miniature foal. Foal? Is that how you say that is
2: word? That, is that a small horse? I think
1: it is. Uh, I thought a miniature... <laughs> a miniature,
2: miniature
1: one. A mini... <laughs> wow, I don't know how small that is. Uh, is this a dream? <laughs> it's called Micro Dave, this miniature foal as well. <laughs> this she,
2: is not... This is well, a wind-up show. I we? have
1: to treat every text as <laughs> truth, otherwise the show falls apart. Uh, but he was... Uh, Apparently he was given the weatherman's uh, dressing room, right? Just you know,
2: cause it was Micro Dave. Micro Dave was, right.
1: yeah. Um, but then apparently the the, the the weatherman in question had a total hissy fit, saying that he smelt. Jen uh, has a rebuttal. She says it was not Micro Dave. The weatherman must have smelt. Wow! <laughs> Crikey, what a
2: imagine that you go in to read the weather and you got there's a there's a little miniature foal. In my dressing room, yeah. And he'd be like, oh, a miniature? Isn't a foal already a miniature version of something? <laughs> Just sat there in his <laughs>
1: seat. <laughs> Weird. Uh, Sue Parry uh, says, My daughter ran up to Paul Scholes before a match one day, slipped on the ice and fell at his feet. He said, A-up, hey, and stepped over her. <laughs> That's the most northern <laughs> response. A-up! <"Hey>, <laughs> I love that. She could have t- took him out there. Slide wow. tackle. Uh, So I'd love to hear from you this morning. Uh, Terry uh, says, I used to be in the ambulance service. A few years ago, I was at uh, the old Bromley Hospital. These two lads rocked up in their XR3 and tried to park in the staff car park. I told them not to and did my jobs worth bit, despite them saying they were visiting children. I made them park in the road. So they did as they, they, they were told and stormed back into the hospital. One of my mates said, do you know who that is? That was Wolf from the
0: Gladiators.
2: (laughs) Well, he's famous for having a temper, was not he? Yeah, (laughs)
1: exactly. Yeah, you were very brave.
2: Wolf in an XR3i.
1: That's exactly the car I would imagine he would drive. Would you, yeah. yeah. Was, what would you What do you think Wolf drives? I don't know.
2: It just seems a bit small for a cause for a big, big lad. He was a big man, wasn't
1: he? Yes, yeah, fasto and angry.
2: Yeah.
1: Brrr, like it would make that noise, and he would. That's just him out the window. He always used Brrr. to. He always used
2: to smack the camera, didn't
1: he? Yeah, he was, he was, he was a very angry man, wasn't he? <laughs> but uh, you can't park in the staff car park at the hospital. <laughs> Doesn't matter whether you're Wolf from the Gladiators <laughs> or Joe Blogs.
0: Jason Manford.
1: Absolute Radio. Where your music matters. Loving the uh, text this morning on inconveniencing uh, celebrities. Uh, I love this one from Sammy Ramsgate. Uh, she says, uh, I uh, I used the last sweetener in Starbucks and Tim Wannacott, uh, <laughs> that's a tough one to say on the radio, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> from uh, performer Bargain Hunt fame. Tim Wannacott? I, I, I had to Google him as well, to be fair. Uh, was behind me and was not a happy chappy, as uh, she'd used obviously the last sweetener. It took the staff a few minutes to bring more. He stared at me the whole time, included when he was stirring his coffee. Oh, how sinister. That is, that? is proper sinister, he that innit? the isn't last it?
2: sweetener. How dare you? You could have split it with me. <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> uh, Liam says he once accidentally knocked Arsene Menger down the stairs. Probably didn't see him. No. We didn't see him, does he? That's, that's <laughs> asking for you. Didn't see him. Didn't see him. Uh, uh, Anne from Liverpool says uh, not to drink over David Bowie in a club in Florida in 1987. That's a good mm, story. That's a
2: good one, isn't it?
1: And Jen's messaged in again. The uh, the owner of the uh, miniature Fowl. Fowl? Oh, foul, not foul, yeah. Fowl, uh, Fowl uh, says uh, further to the weatherman incident. Micro Dave went on the Jonathan Ross show and bit him. It's on YouTube. Micro
2: Dave's a loose cannon. Isn't he? I, he's on like a tour. <laughs>
1: he's, he's just obviously get, hes starting to believe his own eye. <laughs> Micro Dave. Uh, she says it's on YouTube if you if you want to chuckle. Jason.
0: Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters.
1: I like the one from, uh, this one about Madonna. Uh, I made Madonna finish her coffee before entering the historic house I was working in. She might be a superstar who was filming there, but I don't see why she should get treated any different to the other people.
2: I mean, she could afford to buy that house. Yes, but...
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly, <laughs> uh, Helen in Liverpool says, uh, I once gave Mr T the wrong directions in Liverpool City Centre. Realised my mistake and I took off.
2: <laughs> I love him just driving around going, Come on, fool! Really why angry. am I at the Lima building? <laughs> I was trying to get to Lime Street Station, saga. Going through in that Snickers tank <laughs> with yeah. his head out the window. So... <laughs> What the he doing in Liverpool? He said, I um, want to know. How did he get there? Oh, man, they're rerunning the A-team at the Why moment. Why am
1: I John Lennon Airport? You know I don't like planes, fool. <laughs> get, get the milk, get the milk in. <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris Knott says, At my old job, I sold a couple of bikes to Andy Carroll. Uh, the footballer, uh, when he was at Newcastle. Uh, I had to call his wife a few weeks later to check how they'd got on, but they didn't tighten the handlebars like I'd explained, and he went over them the day after buying it. Missed a game due to a sprained wrist. Oh, no. Ooh. Big one, big That's one. guilt there. Uh, Kim Garner stood on a hairy biker. She doesn't know <laughs> which one, but he was lovely about it.
2: Kenneth... There's a lot of people stand at like, that low level to celebrities yeah. and standing on them and... It's
1: easy done, it's easy done. <laughs> Kenneth Dickinson, I refused Morrissey entry into a David Bowie gig. I bet he was happy about that. <laughs> I tried to get in a gig and I wouldn't <laughs> let me in. <laughs> uh, and who we got on the line? John. We've got John on the line. Good morning, John. Have we? <laughs> oh, oh John. Sorry, John. Wrong button. How are you, John? I'm fine. How are you? I'm well, I'm well. Where are you calling from, pal? And um, Flemington Spa, lovely stuff, lovely part of the world. Uh, tell us what, uh, which celebrity did you con- inconvenience, it,
0: and how? On this occasion, mm. it was the ro- it was the Archbishop of Canterbury. Whoa, big one! And it was at a crossroads right in the middle of Canterbury, mm. and there's a cash machine in the Lloyd's Bank just round, just on the corner. Yeah, and he came round the corner as I came round the corner. And I stood on both of his feet. I was literally both. standing on him. I mean, he took his <laughs> scoop out. Scott was just saying there's a lot of people standing on celebrities. They just seem to be in the way constantly. I my cards and he knelt down and picked them all up and oh. very graciously handed them back to me. And um, he said, No, you use it first. And I didn't actually have any intention of getting any out, but I. But you just you know, had to. I had to.
1: <laughs> Suddenly got 40 quid in your pocket for no reason.
0: <laughs> and it was. He was just so gracious about it.
1: Well, it's, it's the least I, was ex- I would expect for the man of the cloth. <laughs> the man of the cloth, to be fair. Wow, look at that. A and titty. the only other
0: one was when Madonna fell out of her Range Rover at a petrol station in Northampton where, <laughs> where I used to live. Right. And um, I just didn't even help her. I was so shocked at who it was. Of course, you just watched the, <laughs> driving I just looked at her driving around. And she looked at me and I was like, okay. And then my friend in the car was like, you realise who that is and I was like yeah and it was all over and done with so fast she, what she just fell out of a car well it was a Range Rover and it was a dark of... and I don't think she realised how high up it was or whatever I do right know. okay
1: crikey you've got a bit of a I mean they <laughs> oh, say it comes in threes oh, no, what's going to happen next just back. elbow Dame Judy in the face
0: <laughs> uh, well strangers should say that <laughs> <laughs>
1: Music matters. So people are drinking their own urine on Facebook. I know. I don't know about <laughs> <laughs> when they're not standing on celebrities' feet. What is going on with the world? So this this popped up uh, in the news this week. But um, Facebook got several private groups. Apparently, mm. it's kind of tough to get in. <laughs> um, some of which are closed to the general public. Uh, that focus on the uh, the health benefits yeah. in inverted commas of drinking your own urine. People uh, are drinking it, rubbing it on the body, soaking their feet in it. They're even ageing it as some sort of fine whiskey, which it isn't, in spite of the colour. The claims made uh, about the the drinking of this stuff are the usual sort you'd expect. Scientifically unfounded. Yeah, totally. Uh, They say you'll have more energy, your body will cleanse itself, and some people have even claimed it can cure cancer. Now... Actual science uh, disputes all of these claims and there are no studies that actually link urine with any sort of magic cure for anything. Um, now, it's very rare in this modern day. You know, everything is... You're able to argue about everything. We've talked about it on the show before. You know, even like something, something as big as Brexit, right, which, you know, we're not going to go into, but clearly almost 50% think one thing, yeah. almost 50% think the other. Everything has got... An argument for and against it in this world. It's very rare to find something that is one hundred percent wrong. And if you do it, you are one hundred percent an idiot.
2: Absolutely. Well, I found it. Yeah, th- th- this is the one. I mean, th- th- it's the detox thing, isn't it? We're in January, and people. Are, it, but I mean, I have a
1: bit of fruit juice. I mean, fine. I struggle to on.
2: get struggle to get a barocca down, A yakkul. Have
1: a yakel. There you go. Treat yourself.
2: <laughs> you know, but then aging it. Uh, who's going, not now, save it for his 19, anniversary? It's
1: a 1994. Uh, <laughs> honestly,
2: what is wrong with
1: people? It's like, because people say, oh, it's, it's sterile. It's not. It's not. It's like it's like, an, like a myth that it is. that it is. I get it. You know what I mean? I get why you're trying to find a shortcut to, to health and longer life, but it ain't that, mate. No way. Your poor kidneys must be thinking, I've done this. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> I've, I've, I've cleaned this once. <laughs> Already, it's like your mum. <laughs> I've done this already. This room, <laughs> oh, kidneys trying to detoxify it a second time. My goodness, meant to <laughs> it's meant to cure all your ailments.
2: I <sighs> know. I mean, well, go down the swimming pool, yeah, because that's me. like low level homeopathy.
1: Absolutely, would be immortal <laughs> if you go to our nearest <laughs> one unbelievable what people what people seem to get up to. Uh very shortly I'm going to be dealing with um offense. You know, it seems to be it seems to me that every day there seems to be something in the paper or online what is offensive, what isn't offensive and there's nobody making a definitive decision on what is or isn't offensive. So I just thought, you know what? I'm going to become the Arbiter of
2: let's start because it needs starting out because it's so ongoing.
1: What, what I've done is I've simply just and I do this from time to time when I'm bored. I just uh, I just type in offensive or offended into Google and then I click the news item and I just see what comes up. Beautiful. So we'll go through uh, the top three uh, stories from this week, uh, <laughs> offensive, and we will decide which way they are. Are they? Actually offensive. Offensive!
0: Or... not offensive! We'll
1: find out soon on Absolute. Jason, Absolute
0: radio. Manford. Where real music matters.
1: What is and is not offensive? Because it seems like a it's a free-for-all out there. It's all pile on in it. Every... If you say something's offensive, it just becomes offensive. Yeah. And if three people say it on social media, it becomes a news story. Yeah, totally. That's how it works now. So, uh, what I've done is uh, just help everybody out, just so at least we've got a system. Somebody has to take this bull by the horns. Uh, not Sorry to offend bulls. and uh, Horns and, as well. And horns.
2: You can't say horns. No.
1: And uh, <laughs> anyone out there uh, who, who's offended by things, feel free to, to, to send it into the show, and I will, I'll make a judgment call. I think yeah. Somebody has to Somebody has to be the arbiter of this This will end all discussion All discussions Whether something is offensive or not offensive Okay, so we'll go for the big one The big okay. one first The This week, the Gillette advert uh, Gillette released an advert this week um, It was a video, didn't even mention razors Uh, Or grooming, actually. Uh, Instead, it focused its attention on toxic masculinity, asking men to just be better and uh, changing its famous slogan from the best a man can get to the best men can be. Mm -hmm. The world's leading men's grooming brand uh, has gone full woke and is trying to redefine what it means to be a man, dispelling outdated stereotypes and prompting us all to have an important conversation on harassment and bullying. Piers Morgan, I don't know if you've heard of this fella,
2: uh, yeah, I have, actually. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's the arbitrary... Offensive! That's, I mean, <laughs> That's he is offensive. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> is this the man that uh, pretended to vomit into a bin after having a vegan sausage? Yeah,
1: and then pretended he was in hospital because of it as well. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, Piers, um, who generally I have, I have a lot of time for because I, there's just something about him that I I, I, I don't know, I'm Not everyone doesn't agree with me. I find the guy quite watchable because, yeah. you know, in the morning... He does annoy me a little bit, but I sort of think, oh, I don't mind that. I'm sort of into that. But then he goes like on then he goes onto Twitter. This is the problem when you're only working in the morning. You've got all day Offensive to be offensive. So uh Piers Morgan says, I've used Gillette he added them in as well, of course. Gillette razors my entire life. Uh, fr- my entire adult life he oh, says right, to be I was fair. Yeah, he's, he's going to say he's really so manly baby. came
2: out with a beard. <laughs> no.
1: He's used them his entire adult life but this is absurd virtue signaling PC guff may drive me away to a company less eager to fuel the current pathetic global assault on masculinity. Let boys be damn boys. Let men be damn men. Now. Okay, let's look. let's let's try and work this one out. Is the advert offensive? That's that's all we've got to ask. That's the question we've got to ask. I would say, if you were offended by the Gillette advert, mm. you are the sort of man that, that a that the, advert's uh, aimed at.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I mean he's he's now questioning masculinity. Again, this is a man who overreacted to eating a
1: a, a vegan sausage roll. Sausage roll. They so, weren't replacing sausage rolls, by the way. They were adding
2: choice. So now is it? Now we've gone the other side. Now, yeah, yeah.
1: I think I'm gonna I'm gonna rule on this one. I've seen the advert. It's it's. I mean, it's American cheese. Hmm. It's also an advert we're never going to see because it's for the American market. Oh, is it? No, is it's, it not, it's not. Not over even here. for here,
2: right?
1: So it's an advert that wasn't for us that we've decided <laughs> is offensive. Um, I'm going to say on this occasion. Uh, I know it sounds weird, but I'm going to disagree with peers and say... Not
0: offensive! Not offensive, not offensive,
1: not offensive. Uh, What about this one? Uh, A bomb defusal game has been taken off the shelves. Twitter uh, exploded last week with mockery after a game which involves children ages six and up defusing, in inverted commas, a toy bomb uh, as it got taken off the shelves at major retailers following complaints by offended parents. Armed with only a pair of green plastic wire cutters... (laughs) Cut the Wire is designed to let kids be a hero and yeah. fulfil every child's dream of defusing an explosive device and avoiding, and avoiding a fiery death. I,
2: I must admit, that bit made me laugh there. Every child's dream. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I couldn't wait to get my hands on some <laughs> TNT and try and <laughs> defuse it under pressure.
1: Now, so they're offended that there's a game about bomb defusal. I would say... The more people trained in bomb defusal, yeah. irrespective of if it's a game, yeah. the better.
2: Uh, were these people offended by the game operation? We don't want these kids to be surgeons. No, don't,
1: <laughs> we don't definitely <laughs> not. It does not qualify you for the job, uh, but it is also... Not, not, offensive. not offensive! Not offensive, not a thing. Uh, well, let's see what else we've got. There's people that like, properly kicking off on, on Twitter about it. Uh, oh, we're going to give children toy bombs to defuse because currently that's uh, that's fun for the whole family, is it? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, what's the one with Pop-Up Pirate? Don't, don't, we don't want you to go and stab pirates. It's not real. Yeah, yeah. It's just a game, mate. It's just a game. Um, what about this then from Poundland, who uh, they do well, Poundland, to get themselves in the press. <laughs> Sexist Marshmallows. <laughs>
2: Amazing.
1: Poundland recently came under fire from concerned shoppers for selling a range of sexist marshmallows shaped like boobs and female bottoms. Uh, they are sweets designed to be squeezed. Uh, a spokesperson came out very, uh, you know, uh, sort of feathers up, saying, uh, "If something's offending you, we won't force you to buy it." They've gone, they've gone down that route. Yeah, don't like um, it, don't buy it. That's what they're saying. Uh, marshmallow boobies, a cracking pair. It says on the cover. <laughs> the packaging is
2: like a, a, bra- like a an a
1: old yeah, like Betty Boop <laughs> bra, and the marshmallows are in there with an, even, like with a darker bit of marshmallow in the middle. Yeah, I don't, yeah, you they knew what that. they
2: were doing there, didn't they?
1: They know exactly what they've done, and I would say on that on this occasion,
2: offensive. I'm going to say
1: offensive because what you need to do is equal that up a little bit and have a little uh, curly whirly willy or something. <laughs> that, you know, there has to be a male equivalent. Yeah. For it to be equal, otherwise that's sexist. Yeah, so I'm going to say I agree. What a pair in
2: wife fronts packaging.
1: Would you buy marshmallow balls? I don't think you would.
2: No, I don't know.
1: Not if they not if they looked like an actual <laughs> scrotum. Can we say that on air? I don't know if that's a word we're allowed to say. Is that on the list? Uh, and finally, uh, clowns are offended by Parliament and Brexit being described as a circus.
2: (laughs) Well, even when now we're clowns are offended. They've
1: come out. A circus entertainer has begged people not to refer to politicians as clowns, saying it gives the profession a bad name. I'm a prize-winning international musical clown, this fella says, (laughs) part of an honourable profession, and I'm deeply offended by the misuse and misuse and misrepresentation of clown in connection with parliamentary or other forms of chaotic behaviour. The constant use of the word circus in the press to denote a mess or bad behaviour is also distasteful.
2: I mean, the ironic thing is, after Brexit, putting out fires with confetti will be standard. That's all we'll have left. That's all that'll be left.
1: (laughs) I'm going to say... Offensive! I agree. I agree with the clowns. (laughs)
0: Jason.
1: Manford. Absolute Radio.
0: Where real music matters.
1: I'm glad we were able to sort the offensiveness uh, stuff out, actually. Um... A lot of people joining in, you know, someone says, in my opinion, offence is taken, not given. Yeah. Which, you know, I find... Offensive! offensive, (laughs) How dare you assume how I feel about being offended. These are my opinions. Uh, Someone's messaged in to say, the marshmallow thing is so offensive. Who is their audience? Well, I don't know. People who who go to Poundland, Poundland, I guess. But also, I sort of think Poundland know what they're doing as well. Totally, yeah. They know that was going to get in the paper. Yeah. Yeah. So now you know about marshmallow out, boobies. Outrage PR. Yeah, but I, I agree. At the same time, I do think I do think that's a bit out of order. That unless you're going to put, you know, well someone said jelly willies or whatever in there, yeah. you've got to put the you've got to put the male equivalent in as well. We want equal opportunity sweets.
2: Yeah, a pair of, pair of flumps and a, you know candy sticker. pair of flumps I don't know, do you know what's what I mean? going on there <laughs> a pair of flumps fused there. together yes wow look oh, <laughs> I've thought about it I've done some diagrams <laughs> I'll send them to Poundland <laughs> uh,
1: if there's anything you want uh, me to look at as the new arbiter of what is offensive and what is not offensive uh, self-proclaimed of course uh, feel free to email the show off the Absolute Radio website uh, or you can get in touch uh, on the uh, at Absolute Radio on the old uh, Twitter there. Uh, let's uh, oh, crikey! What should we? I tell you what, we've got Gary Delaney coming up, and we'll have a good chat with him. I've got a couple of more Daft stories, uh, but I won't start. I won't start them now. I'm going to watch the rest of the match of the day. <laughs> uh, well, uh... professional. Oh, I know. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an absolute pro. Jason Manford on Absolute
0: Radio.
1: Uh, Scott Bennett is still here. Good morning, and we are also joined by Gary Delaney.
3: Hello, hiya. how are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm still a bit groggy. Yes, well, of, but you, you've had a couple of hours to get into the this, We're in so we'll one. have yeah.
1: not an ounce of sympathy <laughs> for
3: your grogginess. <laughs> I must say, if I did a, like a breakfast show like this, it, the whole thing would just be me saying how tired I am. It'd be the most boring show <laughs> in the world. <laughs> well, it's
1: weird because I, I often, um, I, well, we usually in the first out, half hour, I sort of let people sort of text in and moan about than being knackered. Because I think on a Sunday, it's a great level of Sunday, when I used to record, uh, when I used to do breakfast show for XFM, uh, or Radio X it is now, but when I used to do breakfast show on on, on XFM uh, many years ago, I one of the things that the guy would told, tell us, the, the boss would say, is do not complain about being tired or being up early. Even though you're doing 6 till 10 and you're up at 4 or whatever, don't complain because there are some people on their way to an actual job <laughs> who were there all day? They don't yeah. want to hear this overpaid moron say that they're tired. But on a Sunday, I'd l- I'd let the Queen have a little moan about being tired. Well, like, t- well this morning, about, you know,
3: I was yeah. Last late night, last night was quite a late show, and this mm. morning, so I, I got I was, God, I was a bit groggy. And I was coming in, uh, and the dog didn't get up for a wee. He just stayed on the bed. That was like, that's so, how it yes, so I thought, it was. well, that's, that's dog approved tiredness. Yes. So I can't complain <laughs> yes, well, I was out before the kids got up this morning. Really?
1: Wow. Yeah, know. I did feel like going in and waking them up. Just see how they like it. <laughs> yeah. a little bounce on their beds. Uh, so you're on tour at the moment, Gary? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all the way through this year. Just uh, great. You know, um, just bang, keep growing bang, and growing, and growing your tour.
3: It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's nice it's, it's, yeah, it's going dead nice at the minute. You know, and it's bigger venues and the last tours and stuff. So I'm and is that really off the back
1: of doing live at the Apollo and,
3: and yeah? You know what? It's mostly it's mostly Apollo, but specifically. So I've done a couple of them now, but the first one, you know, it went out, and isn't it really yeah, interesting the way telly's changed? it went out, you know. So a couple of million people, wherever it was, and it sold some tickets and whatnot. And then, like last summer, the BBC put a clip on their Facebook page, and it just went went mad and got like ah, got like ten right. million views. Crazy! So that far more people saw it online than ever saw it on the telly. Mm. Wow! And that was where the what were you doing? Folding, ex- folding towels with a, a quiet voice? Or, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Getting opening everything boxes drawn and just just uh, <laughs> you know, needlessly offending people to get you know, yeah, yeah, all that sort of stuff. No, it was it was it was, it was a really interesting change that, that yeah. the tellies isn't the sort of the cat Kingmaker in the industry that it's always been, you know.
1: No, no, that's true. And you did because you did Apollo with um with Sarah as yeah, well. Yeah, Sarah we, did, we did the over? Christmas one together with the missus, that was fun. I loved
3: that. I yeah. loved the little high five between yeah. you, as well, you. We were trying to think of what the appropriate thing was, you know. And we thought that was just quite a fun little joyous, so, yeah. You little moment like full so on snug, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, loved it. I loved it. If you'd have passed and should have gone bins, yeah, <laughs> and you get back in like, bins, that
3: is one of my <laughs> jobs, <actually. laughs> yeah. Or yeah. <I'll> follow that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it it would have been awkward if one of us had died, eh? Oh, imagine that driver. What home. a journey oh, home. Oh, yeah. That it's would bad enough tough. if you run with just a, a fellow comic and one of you hasn't had a great one. But if that's the missus. There's or... nothing worse, is yeah, there? Yeah, oh, do no, not? know, you, you were great. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing <laughs> worse. That was them. It was them. <laughs> yeah, they were a tough crowd. I mean, not for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how many, how many. Journeys have you done like that when you where just one of you yeah, has died a horrendous yeah, death. Yeah, it's even worse with you. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's never happened to me. No, no, it, no. It, no, has, no, it same. has. It has. <laughs> same here. This is Jason Manford.
0: This is Absolute Radio.
3: Where real music
1: matters. Three Well, three comics in the room now, Scott Bennett and uh, and Gary Delaney as well, who's currently on tour, extended until the 25th of October.
3: Yeah, yeah. We're going to push it to Christmas if we can, I think, with a Absolutely. bit of luck. Yeah, Keep yeah. going. Keep going as much as you can. That's what I'm doing, just milking it. Oh, yeah. Well, you milking know, it takes me it. years to write a show. Yeah, so, so I go right. Well, I, I am going to do everywhere. With well, it this. will because you're one-liners as well, aren't you? So. Yeah, it's like so they're tiny little bits. So mm. you know, it takes uh, there's about two hundred, what, two forty, two fifty jokes in the show, something like that. Good so God. it takes it takes a while. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've not written that in our life. <laughs> I have to. yeah, like. Yeah. I just exist on a on a mound of waffle. Yeah. Or well, you are both <laughs> likable like. and can tell stories and are engaging. If I could do that, I wouldn't write <laughs> thousands of jokes either.
1: <laughs> I'm just like as long as my my dad said to me recently.
3: Um, he said, uh,
1: he came to see the last show, and he went, he said, what are you going to do when I die? This is the yeah. sort of stuff my dad. I've got that problem as well. Said, what do you mean? He was like, he went, I'm easily 40% of your material. Yeah. So once I'm gone, what... what? Yeah. I said, crikey, what a depressing thought. If to I said, Dr. Dad. I'll get ten minutes out of that, though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think my dad's trying to sort of help me out, because he's like, I've started playing the ukulele. That's seven minutes for you <laughs> <laughs> ten years. He'll be supporting you on tour, yeah. Then. yeah, yeah. I, I think my dad's not pulling his weight, quite no, frankly, I mean, compared to you, you need to you send your dad out doing yeah. some stuff.
1: I know, my wife did say to me, um, because I've only just recently started sort of putting her in my act like because you know, it's just one of those things where you've got to wait for them to do something funny enough, I guess, for you to go right and put it in. Um and she did say to me, How come you don't talk? because she's seen me do previous shows, and my ex-wife was involved in those shows. She's like, how come you don't talk about me very much in your shows? I was like, do you want that door opening? (laughs) Because once it's open, it cannot be closed. I'm well aware of that. (laughs) Yes. And my daughter said the same thing before now. She's like, how can we do jokes about us on stage, Daddy? I was like... Do you like your holidays? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when it comes to writing actual jokes, I mean, it's still it's like alchemy to me. Like, you know, very much for my show, and I'm sure the same of you, Scott. The stories they come out of things, and and gradually from telling them lots and lots, you know, y- your brain just finds a punchline.
2: Yeah.
3: But you are, you know, I mean, you're unbelievable at writing gags. It's it's science rather than art for me. I I, I we yeah. work out rules. I started off and I read all the books. and they had all these rules and guidelines and Mm. I started writing my own rules and guidelines and, you know... But yeah and for me it's it's tinkering with an engine and making it work so yeah. yeah. you know you take mm-hmm. most jokes start with a figure of speech or a phrase and you take that and you put it at the end and you hide it and you make it the right rhythm and you try it as a three part rhythm if that's not working you try it okay. as a two part rhythm a joke that t- jokes that work tend to have a sort of bum 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 rhythm so you got that you have to hear those like little drums on in your head if you can hear it a bit like poetry you've got the right sort of rhythm yeah yeah so you start off with something you hear and then you you sort of weave into a joke. So I'll tell you the origin of a joke, if you like. I got, uh, Absolutely right. love to hear it. So we've got we've got a little dog, right? We've got this little little dog, Commander Tuvok, and it was my turn to, to walk the dog. Um, so, and Sarah said to me, she said, don't forget bags." Now... Makes sense. Fair enough. Yeah. But that's interesting because when you're at home talking casually... You don't use proper English. You're not using Radio Four English. If you wrote that in a script, it'd be "Don't forget the poo bags." Yes, right. Yeah. But if you just say it to somebody, "Don't forget poo bags," it, it changes it. So, so that's so I listen out for things like that in conversation. So, "Don't forget poo bags." Now, instead of sounding like a noun, it sounds like a proper noun. It's like it's got a capital P. Right. It's like it's somebody's name. "Don't forget poo bags." You go well. Hang on, that's a joke. Yeah. So I wrote that down in my phone. I, all those little things when I hear them, I write them down in my phone. Then I try and reverse engineer the joke out of it. And it ended up as a joke in the last tour. It was. Uh, I went round Granddad's to walk his dog. As I was leaving the house, he said, don't forget poo bags. And I was like, all right, gran, you can come as well. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so you've put it at the end, you've hidden yeah, it, yeah, you've got yeah, a one, yeah. two, three rhythm, bum da bum bum da bum 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 That's the joke. Do, so. do, you,
2: do you ever feel that sometimes when you're chatting to people, because you're, you're always in gag mode, you're not in the room, so they're talking to you and you're just wistfully looking off into the space I,
1: I, <laughs> thinking
3: that's a yeah. gag, that? I am regularly criticised for that. I, I do drift out of conversations. If somebody says something, I, I, I will drift off. Often it really inopportune moments uh, at <laughs> one, one point on my wedding day there was a particular thing where I went off and I did get a joke out of it it was in the last <laughs> tour and you know and, yeah and it's, it's How and, romantic. and, and um, you know, my wife and my friends they do know they recognise that look where I've gone he's glazed it has yeah, gone yeah, yeah 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 and and then I'll make it worse I'll get it out in my fa- if I got pulled up the missus on this this is really bad actually I probably shouldn't say this. She she was doing dates in Australia, right? So she'd have long phone chats. You know, get a bit lonely. She'd have a long chat and whatnot. And a couple of times, um, one one time she said something on the phone. I can't remember what it was, but I I thought it was a funny thing in there. So I made note of the phrase and I turned it into a joke. And while we were on the phone. I tweeted it. And she got? <laughs> wow! Wow on the, cool. yeah, yeah. You were on the phone. On the phone. Oh my goodness! <laughs> How did that go? Down? It wasn't well received because obviously, like five minutes no, after. No, I mean on Twitter. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, loads of likes. Yeah. So yeah, that that was a bit that was a bit much. I was a bit out of order there, to be honest. With yeah, you. I'd at least wait until the end of a phone call. <laughs> Crikey. Jason, Jason,
0: Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.
1: Story in the paper this week, you might like this, Gary. Um, I don't know why specifically you, um, just because you might be able to get some uh, gags out of it. Uh, a man go. has been admitted to hospital uh, after got an air freshener stuck up his bum. I oh, no really? uh, In a kinky game. A gone Glade plug in. Oh, you've been pining <laughs> for it. <Yeah. laughs>
3: Does that work as an anti emission strategy? Is that I mean is that is that like Volkswagen cheating the emissions? (laughs) I don't think he's trying to save the environment here. Oh that's lovely. Give us another one, John. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, the bad news is he, he can't sit down for a week. The good news is every time he farts, it smells like lavender. So there you go. There's yeah, my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Sorry, I kind of trampled in on that nope. before you got to it. It's absolutely fine. It's just like I was in panel show mode. I know
2: it's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I mean, it technically, it did say store in a cool, dry place, didn't it? Yeah. So he's only following the instructions. on the as packaging. An, uh... I want
3: to know what he's got hanging down from his rear view mirror. That's what alarms <laughs> me about that. One. <laughs> That is not a magic tree no longer.
0: (laughs) Sunday mornings. 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where
1: real music matters. What about the, the police in California who were searching for a man who licked a doorbell for three hours? There's actual wow. footage. Uh, CC- I mean, people are into
3: all sorts of things, aren't they? Are they, they just but- going to find the man with the smiliest wife? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's <laughs> three-, <laughs> three hours from all different
1: angles, it says here. Crikey. Yeah. He was caught on CCTV <laughs> engaging in the bizarre acts before uh, just spoiling the, uh, the family's garden. Um, three hours I like mean in the that... doorbell. Roberto Daniel Arroyo. I don't like to name
3: names. Wow! <laughs> Imagine but this him is going him.
2: into work. We saw you with that doorbell, mate. It could have been worse. Could have been yeah. some knockers, couldn't? Something. <laughs> <like> there's
3: <that. laughs> yeah, there's a, a punchline to a very old joke. You could adapt and say, "I don't know who he is, but his face rings a bell." Yeah, his <laughs> rings the... a bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: My
1: goodness. These are the stories that uh, do. I, I like to do. These stories. I don't oh, want to talk
3: yeah. about Brexit. I don't it, want to talk about Trump. That's the worst thing on panel shows. You where they go, Oh, what are we going to talk about this week? Oh, we'll talk about the you know the NHS reforms and the train crash. Oh, really? Can't we do the you know the, yeah, that the, doesn't the Chi- sound like The enough. Chinese panda who got into the, you know, the ice cream cabin. Yes. Or something yeah. Like yeah. Want. Like, you know, that's what you want. Not yeah. the not the ones where you've got to actually be careful about people's feelings and people have been hurt. Uh, leave them.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, although saying that, I say I don't talk about Trump. But the story this week where he ordered fast food for, uh, was it a football team who were coming to... So they were they just won... Uh, well, I'll read you the story. Uh, the, currently, America's undergoing a government shutdown over a row over federal funding, which sounds uh, dreary. Uh, it's affected uh, 800,000 public sector workers, including White House resident staff who've been on mandatory leave. President Trump is refusing to approve federal budgets and all this sort of stuff. Uh, so it affected it when uh, the National College Football Championship winners the Clemson Tigers visited Trump which is what they do they come and visit the uh, the president it's it's in the you know if you win that that's the thing you get like on britain's get talent you get to do the raw variety that's what they get to do and because he had no staffing he ordered 300 burgers from McDonald's and uh, Wimpy's fries and pizzas for these people who've come to the white house also, for a celebratory dinner.
3: Also, the last person I would want placing my fast food order is Donald Trump because there's a decent chance the person preparing it doesn't like him. Yeah, exactly. go, <laughs> there might be a bit extra in those burgers. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't. Are that. you Mexican?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he made them pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> but have, have you seen the photo of him? Look, there's a of photo that. there of him stood behind it. It's like it's like what. Kevin McAllister from Home Alone would be if he was president. He looks so proud of those burgers. So smug of those burgers, doesn't he? They are
1: American burgers. What a weird man!
2: It's it's so weird because also as well, that's not sort of a banquet. It's like a last meal on death row, isn't it?
1: It's like if you went. It'd be like if you went to a banquet at Buckingham Palace and she gave you a KFC family bucket. (laughs) Hang on a minute!
3: (laughs) I tell you what, though, I've been to posh dinners and stuff. Yeah, and a lot of them aren't as nice. Well, there as, is that. as as like a McDonald's or a KFC or something. Oh, yeah, you know, when you get like you know, oh, here is your Swan in a raspberry coolie or something like that. You go, <laughs> yeah, it's all very well, but it's not as nice rather as rather a big taste Not it. as nice as you know, bargain bucket, is it really? Well, in yeah, all honesty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so to be fair though, I was like, I am not uh, you know Trump's biggest uh, biggest fan, but um, because of all the bad he's done, like even that story, like if if our Obama had done that, everyone would be like. How cool was that? (laughs) That time Obama got everyone burgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's him, and because he's so weird about it, everyone's like,
2: freak. Well, (laughs) what is amazing, though, one of the details that makes me laugh is they put candlesticks amongst it. So, like, there's all these burgers, and then he's lighting these candlesticks. And then the Lincoln gravy boat, so Abraham Lincoln's... Priceless silver or glass gravy box yeah. that have been used to entertain all these it's dignitaries. Got beans in it you know, it's, it just took like <laughs> barbecue sauce. <out laughs> <of them. laughs> I just it's love so that. Jason. Absolute
0: radio,
3: Sanford. Where real music matters.
1: Now, I don't know if you've seen Gary Delaney live. How would you describe your uh, your act,
3: your uh, show? Part dance. part poetry and all all soul (laughs) 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 just just jokes just Just uh, uh, you know would you I, say if you had a nervous disposition or if you were easily offended that it was the sort of show you should come to see? No, bring those people. <laughs> bring, bring your sensitive nan because when people complain about it, I sell more tickets. <laughs> yeah, that it's, is the world it's, we're it's, in. it's just loads and loads of jokes. You know, there's no stories, there's no savage You're not going to learn anything. But if you want uh, 200 rude jokes and puns in a row, you know, come along and <laughs> that's, you that's your cup of tea. But no, it's, it's all... Um, you know, There are bits that are quite rude frankly, yes. and that's, you know, and the yeah. people who come along tend to like that sort of stuff, and if that, you know, if you're the, for me, I think one-liners are like a little abstract little games, so when, even when you are sort of being naughty or offensive, it's pantomime, it's not real. Yes. But, so, and if you share that point of view, it's a good show for you, and if you don't, it probably isn't... <laughs> Yes, I would. I think That's a good description. But it's, uh, it's very easy now. There's YouTube isn't there, if you want to go and see, have a look at some clips on YouTube, and you'll yeah, know in advance whether you like them or yeah. not. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, Gagster's Paradise, uh, Gary Delaney's show, is on until the twenty fifth of October. Uh, loads of shows. I, mean, I won't go through them all, but he's absolutely everywhere. So have a little search uh, on uh, on Google for for, for those dates. Um, I did actually ask on because I. Even though I'm, well, I think inoffensive as far as comedians are concerned, people will still find a way of being offended.
3: Yeah, 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 absolutely. I
1: find that pretty, uh, that's crazy. I had one last year, actually, where um, some people got their knickers in a twist because I'd said, uh, well, it was a football game. City were playing uh, Manchester United. It was, uh, you know, it was a big game. And Sir Alex Ferguson was in the... uh, in the in the crowd watching the show uh, watching the, the game sorry and i took a screen grab of him because he looked genuinely like this is a man who ne- like hardly ever got beat for, by manchester city he was a he was a winner you know he was a born winner and i said he looked absolutely shell shocked uh on you know uh, of uh, the game and then I, suddenly this one of the reasons i've sort of knocked twitter and facebook on the head to be honest because then i just had hundreds of messages of people saying it, it was on Remembrance Sunday Right, that was right, the right. day it was on so what people decided oh, to do right. was put these two yeah. things together as if that's what I meant yeah. how dare you say this on this day of all days you know those people who fought for our freedom of speech yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: I I get some of those. I think that's such such nonsense, isn't it? It's, but it's what I found, just no common sense, well, is there? It's, I think it's so much easier to offend now. When there used to be an outcry in the day, there was supposedly hmm. some sort of definition. When there was an outcry of a programme on the BBC, an outcry meant like five letters or yes. something like that, because you had to go to the effort of writing yes. a letter. And, and so, whereas five letters is probably quite a lot, five tweets is nothing, 5,000 tweets. Is nothing, and people haven't recalibrated their no offensiveness. Well, level. So five five of them is a news story now. Yeah, so and it's 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 it, it's nonsense. I had a thing um, first first mock the week I ever did years ago. I got in a lot of trouble because I made a joke about Jersey that I'm not going to repeat. right? Yeah. And um, it went out on air, and no one really minded. You know, it was fine. fine. And then the next day it went up on iPlayer, and it was quite an interesting. Way of, it, it, you have got to see how the whole thing spread because I could see on Twitter. So what would happen was the next day I got—I'd I, see messages from people going, "Have a look at this on iPlayer. Go to six minutes and thirty seconds in, or whatever right. it is, and you'll be offended by this." <laughs> here's the name of the man who said it. it's they added me, in so people could send me messages saying what they thought, and then it said, "And here's the form to <laughs> complain," and all of that was in so it 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 it, tra- it was sent out to people who you know thought might not wow. like it the clip exactly where to go and the form to complain so so initially it got out and like one person had said something and then the next day loads of people uh, oh, Jersey crikey. had said something, and you know, and it be, and it, and it and it became a thing. Unbelievable. I mean, luckily, it never really got any traction outside of Jersey, but that's yeah. still, somewhere I don't go on my tours now.
1: <laughs> Who would have thought those Nazi sympathisers would be so sensitive? That was
3: the phrase I used. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually in Jersey on the 28th of <laughs> January.
2: Very organised, getting the petition together. Don't <laughs> well,
1: want well, it. They Feel really free. This,
3: it's their German ancestry. Is, come yeah. along.
1: <laughs> I am genuinely there a week on Monday. Oh, Are <laughs> oh, you really? Yeah,
3: no, I am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jason Manford Absolute Radio
0: Where real music matters
3: Thanks for coming in lads Pleasure It's been a pleasure thank Thanks you
2: for coming in. Scott what've you got anything to plug Um yeah Something I'd just schools? say if you want to go to my website scottbennettcomedy.co.uk right. I've been making some sort of documentaries and stuff my wife's an actress we've been doing some stuff together All oh, right Caravan of Love is one of the things we've made This is it sounds dodgy, I've got to not. say, all of it sounded
1: dodgy from the moment you I, I said I go to my website.
2: I realise how I pitched that, but it's a funny mockumentary we've yeah. done.
1: It's Scott, his wife, a Glade plug-in... <laughs> <laughs> and a doorbell.
2: And whatever that <laughs> means. Rainy Sunday morning. <coughs> Between
1: two uh, consenting adults.
2: And I'm doing two shows at the Leicester Comedy Festival as well. So oh, lovely. A work in progress and my Edinburgh show from this year.
1: Great stuff. So, so. that is uh, Scott Bennett. And, uh, and Gary, you are doing Gangsters
3: Paradise... Yeah, uh, just forever. Tour until Christmas or whenever people get fed up with me. Yeah, yeah. So. Um Although right. I, I, th- I thought it was being dead clever calling it gangsters, but it was autocorrects to gangsters, yes, so people course. come expecting it. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. So like, loads of tickets and venue things, and you go, oh, I've really messed that up. The people, <laughs> people actually turning up expecting it? The, yeah, the they expect Fyfer a very film? different show now. I, than I think the, the duet with
2: Coolio was a good, yeah, good yeah. thing, though. <laughs> I, I <should've
3: laughs> got, if I'd have called it Ginster's Paradise, I'd have got away with oh, it. That,
1: well, yeah. that would have worked. Sponsored yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. cha-ching. Uh, what have I got? Uh, Shrewsbury, Scunthorpe, Halifax, Sunderland, Bradford. They're all sold out, but I am in... Jersey, Fort Regent, uh, next Monday, if you're still my friends. Uh,
3: It'd be be, be lovely to see And I will apologise again to the people of Jersey. Don't don't take it out on chase. Offensive! (laughs) Uh,
1: Have a lovely Sunday and I'll see you next week.